Jumbo. Jumbo. This is Alan Green. And Cheryl Green. And what a day. Oh, man, what a day. We should probably start with a night. Yeah, what a night. <laughs> I May I just say, I was really glad I had died of rescue last night. <laughs> yes. Good <laughs> but... point. But the other thing, more pleasant, yes, much is more that pleasant. here in camp next to our tent, um, the elephants were playing during the night. Yeah, we could hear their footsteps and hear them chomping. We didn't go outside and play with them, and it was yeah. so cool. Well, well, not only did we not go outside <laughs> and play with them, but there is a guard that walks up and down the pathways at night w- with a gun. Right. And thankfully, they never had to fire it at animals, but they we, we can't walk alone on the pathways at night. We have to call the guard, which we do by signaling with a flashlight for them to come and get you, because the animals are so close to our Indeed. Which, I have trouble calling this a tent. We are back in our tent right now. Yeah. Well, it's, it's really, um, it, it, I mean, it's made out of tent material. It is. But it's a house and it's, it's, it's lovely. It's lovely. But anyway, we left our tent at, uh, early in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, got up before dawn and headed out mm-hmm. and went for a nine and a half hour ride in our, in our safari cruiser. Yes. Land cruiser. With a brilliant guide. Mm-hmm. And saw so many amazing animals within one nine-hour period, nine-and-a-half-hour period. Yeah, we saw all kinds of things. We saw leopard and and many zebra. I'm so impressed with zebra now. Zebras are beautiful. And Thompson's and gazelles and impalas and elons and a host of birds. And, and hippos. Hippos and lions and crocodiles and... Giraffes and on and on. And on and on. But there's two things we just wanted to mention today. One of them is just how vast the expanse is and how it becomes really clear how small we are mm-hmm. and how, until recently, man wasn't an even an important part of this ecosystem. Mm-hmm. That everything is in such balance. That each each creature and each plant has its place and so much in the, the high grass and the middle grass and the low grass and some much on each of those creatures and and the whole thing is in this incredible balance and uh yeah in fact we saw this one zebra that had a limp and the other zebras were moving on and this zebra was limping behind and our guide said that one is that one won't make it and i actually took several pictures of him just sort of feeling like memorializing this zebra who was going to be someone's dinner. He was going to be part of the circle of life. And on the other end, got to take pictures of zebras nursing, which was really cool. But the other thing is, we after going all the way out across the Serengeti up to the Mara River, that is the spot where the wildebeests crash across the river, great danger to themselves because there are crocodiles and hippos at the crossing. In fact, that's where we saw the hippos. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, and and people wait for quite some time. It doesn't not yeah. happen every day. And, yeah, in and, fact, and, we were at the tail end of the migration, and they told us that in the days right before that, there had been no crossings, and that we might not be able to see it at all. Yeah. People yeah. had spent the entire day waiting for it, mm-hmm. um, a couple of days before, and in fact, uh, today people spent the entire day waiting for it. Uh, could have happened at any moment, but it did happen within two minutes of when we drove up. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it was a wild. I mean, the, the the crossing is amazing, and I'm sure you've seen 
the uh, National Geographic footage of it, which really does capture it. Being there is different. But one of the things I didn't catch that was amazing was this um, race to the crossing of safari vehicles. Right. People were all sort of camped back 100 yards from the river until the crossing started, and then people went flying forward to get flying to Flying forward. And we, we couldn't capture it because we were in that, and it was we were going fast too. But it was uh, sort of this, we were the ones uh, doing this mass migration <laughs> to the river's edge. And, and backing up just slightly, so there, there are about 2 million wildebeests um, as far as we know, the last census was in 2005. There were between 1.5 and 2 million then. They've been increasing to probably at least 2 million now. And about 800,000 And they're zebras. increasing because there haven't been any droughts or any right. major reasons. But the, the, So they're doing very well this right now. Right. And about 800,000 zebras that all migrate together about 1,000 kilometers. And the whole trek is to take them to very nutritious grasses that are rich in prenatal vitamins and, mm-hmm. in, in um, the and things that they need when for they're dropping their when they're bowls. dropping their calves and to make their breast their milk excellent and then to go north for different food for growth and they go back and forth this thousand kilometer trek yeah and part of it too is the one thing that triggers the migration is it's getting dry and the grasses are not as nutritious not as accessible and so then they go north where it is more where it's not as dry right and more accessible yes and along the way the nile crocodiles feed approximately twice a year Uh they will eat as many wildebeest as they can during the north crossing and wait six months well they hibernate and hibernate and then eat as many as they can on the way back down yeah but there's still a lot of wildebeest there's a lot of wildebeest and a fair number of crocodiles and again the whole thing balances and has continued for as far back as we know the thought is that early man migrated along this route also. Uh, and it was at the northern end that kind of started spreading out to other parts of the world. So nine and a half hours, well worth it. It was quite bumpy, though. It was bumpy. It was dry. There were tsetse flies. Hot, yes. Um, and there were no bathrooms. Thankfully, it was only nine and a half hours. Nine and a half hours from the time we left till the time we got back. Had to go back and check the rear tire pressure a few times. Well, and, the, you know, the guys did that fairly frequently, but uh, several of the women just weren't quite comfortable checking the rear tire pressure because there were other safari vans around. There was really no privacy. And so I was doubly glad I'd taken my tire rescue. The night <laughs> that would have been quite awkward. Oh, I don't even think about that. Um, but we did get back, and very soon after we got back, we went to a gorgeous dinner at Sundowners. At Sundowners, out on the, on the point close to our tents, where we heard leopards mating, Yeah, which was kind of cool. And then this beautiful dinner outdoors with our group of Under lovely people that we've just come to adore. Under the stars. And one of the things that struck me is that throughout the day we'd seen these Millions. Well, we didn't see millions, but... It, it, we, as far we, as the eye could see. Right. We saw the tip of millions of wildebeests and all these zebras and this vast array of animals. And then you look up and you see this vast array of stars. And here we are in, in the middle of that. Yeah. It's hard to really communicate um, the magnitude of this place. It, 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 what's happening to me 
is that it felt like in the Copernican Revolution, we thought that our planet was the center of the universe, and we figured out that we're rotating around the sun. And I, I have, as much as I try to think bigger than that, have felt like we are kind of the centerpiece of the planet. Yeah. And this just really helped us, help me see that we're one edge of it. We're having disproportionate impact. Yes, we are. But it's not here just for us. No, no, not at all. But it is getting late. It is a, we're tired after a long day, and we need to have the word of the day. We do. Mm-hmm. And probably the word for today, oh, let's just make it safari, since it's a Swahili <laughs> word, and we happen to go on our first safari, and it's a Swahili word for journey. Yes. And we did learn other words, but we did, I think but safari is a good word. It's for kind of appropriate. So, I think it's time for Lala Salama. Lala Salama, sweet dreams.